Lesson number five of the Elements of Ornithology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Robert J. Eckrich. The Elements of Ornithology by William Rushenberger. Lesson number five. The family of Tenurostris, the family of Syndactyle, the order of Scansoriae. Family of Tenurostras. Birds of this family have a slender, elongated beak without a notch, and which is sometimes straight and sometimes accurate. The principal genera of this family are the nuthatches, creepers, hummingbirds, and hoopoes, which may be recognized by the following characters. The nuthatches, Sitta, have a moderate, straight, depressed beak which is cylindrical, conical, and trenchant at the point. Their nostrils are partly covered by hairs directed forwards, and their tongue is short and very slightly protractile. They climb with agility in all directions, live on insects, and nestle in the trunks of trees. The common European nuthatch, Sitta europera, is of a bluish ash color. It is sedentary and inhabits the lofty forests. The male joins the female in the spring in constructing the nest. They establish themselves in a hole in a tree, and if the hole is too large, they reduce it with mud, which circumstances acquired for it the name of mason pie. They line the interior with a thin bed of moss, upon which the female lays from five to seven grayish eggs, marked with small red spots. It is said she is so much attached to her eggs that she never leaves them during the whole period of incubation and takes no other food than that brought to her by the male. The young escape from the shell about the month of May and very soon retire to live by themselves. These birds feed on insects, grains, hazelnuts, beechnuts, flaxseed, etc. The mode of getting out the substance of the hazelnuts consists in fixing them solidly in a crack and then piercing them by repeated blows with their beak. In the United States, we have the white-breasted nuthatch, Sitta carolinensis, which is lead color, with the head and neck black above and pure white beneath. The red-bellied nuthatch, Sitta canadensis, which is of a rust color beneath and some others all of which, in their general habits, resemble the European species. The creepers, Certhia, have a beak of moderate length, more or less accurate, triangular, compressed and slender. Their nostrils, which are horizontally pierced, are half-closed by an arched membrane. Creepers properly so called, Certhia, have a slanting tail, which is furnished with stiff, sharp quills. It serves to aid them in climbing trees. Their tongue is sharp and adapted for piercing insects upon which they feed. There is one species found in Europe and one in the United States. The European creeper, Certhia familiaris, is a small bird which is met with in different parts of Europe, as far north as Siberia. It is constantly climbing trees in pursuit of insects and larvae. The brown creeper, Certhia americana, is of a dark gray varied with white, brown, and dusty, white beneath the rump and tail rusty. This industrious forager for insects, chiefly dwelling in the seclusion of the forest, is but seldom seen in summer. But on the approach of winter, with other hungry wanderers of similar habits, such as the small woodpeckers and nuthatches, he makes his appearance on the wooded skirts of the village, 
particularly among pine trees, and occasionally becomes familiar enough to pay a passing visit to the orchard. The species is neither common nor abundant, though their breeding range extends from Pennsylvania to Newfoundland. There are several subdivisions of this genus. Those known in France under the name Echelettes tychodroma climb like the preceding, but without supporting themselves with their tail, which is feeble and rounded. They keep more on walls and rocks than on trees. The hummingbirds, Trochilus, are celebrated for the beautiful colors and metallic luster of their plumage, as well as for their small size. They inhabit America and the adjacent islands. Their beak is long, straight or accurate, tubular and very slender. Their tongue is long, extensible and bifid, that is, divided into two filaments. Their nostrils are covered by a wide arched membrane, and their feet, which are very short, have the tarsi shorter than the middle toe. Their wings are very long. Their plumage is sometimes ornamented with patches that are as brilliant as precious stones. They feed on the nectar of flowers, about which they are seen buzzing and balancing in the air like certain flies, or rather, butterflies. They sometimes eat small flies and other diminutive insects which they find in flowers. They live isolated and defend their nests courageously, and sometimes contend fiercely with each other. The northern hummingbird, Trochilus culibris, is golden green, the tail forked and dusky, and the three outer tail feathers are of a rusty white at tip. The male has a changeable ruby-colored throat, which in the female is nearly white. This wonderfully diminutive and brilliant bird is the only one of an American genus of more than 100 species which ventures beyond the limits of tropical climates. Hoopoes, Upua, have an ornament on the head formed of a double range of long feathers, which they can erect at will. Family of Syndactyle In the birds of this family, the external toe is almost as long as the middle one, to which it is joined by a membrane as far as the penultimate articulation. The principal genera of this family are the bee-eaters, the kingfishers, and the kaleos, or hornbills, which may be readily distinguished from each other by the form of the beak. In the bee-eaters, it is of a moderate size and slightly accurate. In the kingfishers, long and straight, and in the hornbills, of a disproportionate size and surrounded by an enormous protuberance. The bee-eaters, marops, have a moderate-sized beak, which is trenchant, pointed, slightly curved, without a notch or tooth, and with an elevated edge. Their nostrils are partly concealed by hairs directed forwards. The external toe is joined to the middle one as far as the second articulation, and the latter is joined to the external as far as the first articulation. The common bee-eater, Merops apister is the only one found in Europe, has a fawn-colored back, a deep marine blue front and belly, and a yellow throat surrounded by black. It feeds on insects, particularly wasps and bees, which it seizes while on the wing. It constructs its nest in the precipitous banks of streams and large rivers, into which it digs to considerable depths. The kingfishers, Alcedo, have a quadrangular beak, which is long, straight, pointed, and trenchant. Their nostrils are almost entirely closed by a naked membrane. Their legs are short and bare to above the knee. The only species found in Europe is Alcedo isipida. 
it is rather larger than a sparrow and is green undulated with black above with a stripe of deep marine blue along the back reddish beneath with a ribbon of the same color on each side of the neck the american species the belted kingfisher alcedo alcyon is crested and of a bluish slate color it inhabits all the northern part of the american continent his delight is to dwell amidst the most sequestered scenes on the borders of rivers and streams abounding in small fish and insects upon which he feeds by the broken or rocky bank of his aquatic retreat he may be frequently seen perched on some dead and projecting branch scrutinizing the waters for his expected prey if unsuccessful he courses along the stream just above the surface and occasionally hovers for an instant with rapidly moving wings over the spot where he perceives his gliding quarry in the next instant descending with a quick spiral sweep he seizes a fish with which he rises to his post and swallows in an instant when startled from the perch on which he spends many vacant hours digesting his prey he utters commonly a loud harsh and grating cry very similar to the uninterrupted cracklings of a watchman's rattle and almost as it were the vocal counterpart to the watery tumult amidst which he usually resides the nest is burrowed in some dry bank above the reach of inundation to a depth of five or six feet the female lays six or seven white eggs and is assisted by the male in the incubation which continues about sixteen days the caleos or hornbills bruceros are large birds of india and africa remarkable for their enormous dentated beak which is more or less accurate surmounted by a crest or prominence often as large as the beak itself these singular birds hunt mice reptiles small birds and even attack dead bodies order of sanscorii or zygodactyli in birds of this order the external toe is directed backwards like the thumb which arrangement gives them a more solid support and of which some genera take advantage in clinging to and climbing the trunks of trees it is from this circumstance they have obtained the common name of climbers although strictly speaking it is not applicable to all of them as there are many birds that truly climb which owing to the disposition of their toes do not belong to this group every bird that has two toes directed forward and two directed backwards belongs to the order of sanscorii or climbers the habits of most of the species that belong to it are not known and they vary in almost every genus the climbers generally nest in the hollows of old trees their powers of flight are middling like the passerini they feed on insects or fruits according as their beak is more or less strong it is remarked that in most of the genera that the sternum has two notches behind which conformation is in accordance with the little strength of the muscles of their wings the principal genera may be distinguished by the following characters the woodpeckers picus are distinguished by their long straight black beak which is adapted for piercing the bark of trees by their slender tongue armed near the end with spines curved backwards which can be extended considerably beyond the beak and by their tail which is composed of ten quills with stiff and elastic stalks which serve them as a support when they climb trees all these birds are climbers and have a family likeness to each other they all have the habit of tapping and raising up the bark of trees to seize the insects which it conceals 
and, after having struck on one side, of quickly running to the opposite to seize the insects which the noise may have caused to run away. It is erroneously believed that they can, in this way, pierce trees entirely through. Most woodpeckers are marked with red, either on the head or body, almost all of them streaked or speckled with brown on the ground color of their plumage. Their cry is sharp, and their flight heavy. They are lean, little esteemed, and inhabit all parts of the world, both within and without equatorial regions, except New Holland. There are several species of woodpeckers in the United States, the most common of which are the flicker or golden-winged woodpecker, Picus aratus, and the red-headed woodpecker, Picus erythrocephalus. Birds resembling woodpeckers are known, which have but three toes, two of which are directed forward and one backwards. The wrynecks, yunks, have the protractile tongue of the woodpeckers, but without the spines. Their straight and pointed beak is nearly round, without any well-marked angles, and is not sufficiently strong to penetrate and raise the bark of trees. Like the woodpeckers, they live on insects, but climb much less. The European wryneck, Jungstokila, is of the size of a lark. It is brown above, streaked in little blackish waves, and longitudinal meshes of fawn color and black. Beneath it is whitish, with transverse blackish stripes. This bird, which is solitary in its habits, loves the mountain woods, and makes its appearance in France in May, and departs again in September. Without making a nest, it lays in the holes of trees soon after its arrival. The wryneck derives his name from a habit, which is peculiar to it, of twisting and turning the neck to one side and behind, while the head is turned toward the back and the eyes half-closed. The cuckoos, cuculus, have a moderate beak, well-cleft, and slightly accurate. The tarsi are short and the tail long, composed of ten quills. They are birds of passage and live on insects. The female makes no nest and takes no care of her young. She deposits her eggs in the nests of other birds, most frequently in that of the favette. The strange nurse to whom the cuckoo confides her eggs becomes not only the best of mothers for the young prodigy that does not belong to her, but to take care of them she neglects her own eggs and only hatches a part of them. It is remarked that the young cuckoos raise up the young ones of the favette and push them out of the nest that they may not share the attentions of their common nurse. These birds remain in the nest more than three weeks after their birth and for five weeks longer their adopted mother supplies them with food. The American species, on the contrary, are faithfully paired and take care of their young. The yellow-billed cuckoo, or rain crow, Culus americanus, is dark grayish-brown with bronzy reflections and white beneath. The toucans, Ramphastos, are easily recognized by their enormous beak, which is almost as large and as long as the body. Internally it is light and cellular, accurate towards the end, and irregularly dentate on the edge. Their nostrils, which are surrounded by a membrane, are concealed behind the horny mass that sheaths the front. Their tongue is long, narrow, and furnished on each side with barbs, like a feather. These singular animals inhabit only the hottest parts of America. They live in troops and feed on fruits and insects. 
they seek the nests of other birds and devour their eggs and their recently hatched young when they obtain their prey they do not attempt to grind it in their beak because its structure prevents but they toss it in the air and receiving it as it falls swallow it whole the parrots Pisiticus, form a genus numerous in species which are found in all warm countries they have a large hard solid beak which is rounded everywhere and surrounded at its base by a membrane through which the nostrils are pierced their tongue is thick fleshy and round their feet are short and strong they feed on fruits and climb trees assisting themselves with their feet and beak they readily become familiar and some species imitate the human voice very well but their clamorous disposition renders them disagreeable in the house the plumage of parrots varies in color it is generally remarkable for its clear and vivid tints frequently green predominates while in certain species on the contrary red is the prevailing color from their intelligence these birds seem to claim a place at the head of their class and form the connecting link between it and the superior beings in the scale of animals they learn to talk retain airs and are in short susceptible of education they convey their food to the beak with their claws they are frugivorous and also feed on buds tender bark roots and sweet juices of plants this genus is divided into macaws parakeets parrots properly so called cockatoos etc the macaws ara have a wedge-shaped tail which is longer than the body a strong beak and a naked face they are all american the ara acarii or blue macaw is the one most frequently seen in france where it is produced in the domestic state it is from thirty to thirty-two inches in length all the upper parts that is the top of the head the back of the neck the back the rump the wings and all the top of the tail are of a brilliant azure blue the chest and all the under part of the body are of a bright yellow the naked space on the cheeks is of considerable extent and is of a rosy white color with three little horizontal lines of black feathers the throat is surrounded by a broad greenish collar the parakeets also have a wedge-shaped tail which is sometimes longer than the body sometimes of the same length and sometimes shorter they have a moderate beak and the face is ordinarily feathered the carolina parrot Pisiticus carolinensis is green the head and neck yellow forehead and cheeks orange tail elongated of the more than two hundred known species of this brilliant genus it is the only one found inhabiting the united states it is rarely met with north of virginia the parrots properly so called have a short square tail a stout and strongly hooked beak the face feathered a large head and a stout body they all inhabit the torrid zone the gray parrot or jocko Pisiticus erythricus is entirely ash color with a red tail it is originally from africa and is much prized on account of its gentleness its attachment to its master and the facility with which it learns to speak the name of Amazonian parrots is given to those that are very large with a stout body and green plumage. The cockatoos have the head ornamented with a tuft of feathers. The plumage of the greater number is white, 
and of all of the various species they are the most docile end of lesson number five recording by robert j eckrich germantown maryland usa